Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. What kind of report are you giving? What did you say, preacher? What kind of report are you giving? Well, I didn't know I was in school. Well, if if school means you you should be learning, we should always be learning. But I can remember back in the classroom when you gave a report, it was so important for you to be familiar with the information that you were doing a report on. And one of the definitions of report in and of itself says this, spoken or written account of something that one has observed, heard, done, or investigated. So we're talking about what kind of report are you giving? And when I used to get up to give a report, you, 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 you had folks all around you and you were speaking something to them. You were telling them then something. And in our faith life, in our faith walk, it is so important what we're speaking, what we're saying, because that will indicate or show you or bring you to a point of how you're going to operate in the blessings of God, how you're going to deal with the enemy, the devil, how you're going to deal with circumstances or situations is so important because what comes out of your mouth, the Bible says there's power in the tongue. Your words that you're speaking are vital in your faith walk. It shouldn't just be a faith talk. It should be a faith lifestyle. We said, highlighting this message, you can have whatever you say you can have good or bad. Really, Pastor? You know, it makes a difference what I say. It makes a definite difference of what you say, how you bleed and then corresponding action to what you're saying. One of the scriptures that, that you hear me use often in these teachings comes from uh, Matthew chapter number 11, verse 23. Matthew 11, verse 23 says this, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, see, say, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, which you saith, shall come to pass, he, you that are saying, shall have whatsoever he, you, says. God is saying here, this, it's vital what comes out of our mouth. You see, the last phrase again says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. In other words, as we said in our highlight, you can have whatever you say, you can have. What you say is your faith speaking. Oh no, pastor, I have faith. And sometimes I say different stuff. If you're saying differently than what you believe, you're negating, you're cutting off what you want to have because there's power in your words. This works positively 
or in a negative way. And we're going to look at an example, one of the primary examples that we have on how it works negative of what comes out of your mouth in your life and it causes you to live a certain way or how it works positively in your life. Pastor, even in this day that we live in today where all of the things that are going on around us, we talk about the pandemic, we talk about the economic inf inflation, all the conditions of uh, uh, people fighting each other, people races against races, uh, uh, murders all over, all this bad stuff going on. And, and, and you're saying it matters what I say. I'm saying, and God is saying in his word, that it matters what you say about your world, what you say about your life, what I say about mine. It's so important for us to know that it will affect how we live, what comes out of our mouth, because what comes out of your mouth is what you uh, really believe. And that's how you're going to act sooner or later. Amen. <laughs> that's just the truth. Pastor, show me, give me that example you're talking about. Well, first, we want to look at a report of fear, a report of fear or a negative re report. And notice what the word calls a report of fear. Where do we find this at? In Numbers 13, let's look at the book of Numbers. We're going back into the Old Covenant, the Old Testament. And this is a, a, an example of, of a situation that happened that you probably are very familiar with if you uh, uh, are, are, are a Bible uh, scholar, and I know most of you are. It says in Numbers 13, starting at verse 17, and Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan. These are the 12 spies that he sent out to spy out uh, the land that uh, God had told them they were going to possess and said unto them, get ye up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see the land, what it is and the people that dwelleth therein, whether they be strong or weak, few or many. Notice verse uh, 25. It says this, and they so they went to the land, they spotted out, and they saw all what they were asked to see, and then they came back, and they gave a report. But notice the report that they gave. And the, verse 25 in Numbers 13, and they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. They took their time, and they, they saw and surveyed the land and the situation. Verse 27 says this, and they told him, Moses, and said, We came into the land, whether thou sent, sentest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. It had all kinds of wonderful things in it. They said they brought back grapes that were huge, that they had to carry two people, uh, clusters of them. So in, in, in the King James describes it like this, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. It was very uh, uh, prosperous in uh, dealing with vegetation producing. And this is the fruit of it. They presented it to them. Verse 28 says, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the children of Anak 
and historians that these were giants. They were huge people and they saw them. And these guys said, we saw it's a great land and there's really flowing milk and honey, but them giants are in there, Moses. And uh, one, trend, one, one passage of scripture said, in, in those giants' eyes, we were like just, just small gnats, uh, small people. How could they tell what was in the eyes of, of the giants? But notice here uh, what Caleb said in verse 30. And Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Caleb, that was a voice of faith into this a report of faith admits this report of fear. Verse 31 says this, but the men that went up with him said, all of them except Joshua, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report. God calls this report of fear evil he said they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of israel saying the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of our great stature god called this report evil why because it contradicted what he told them to do God told them to go in and take the land. And that meant he was going to help them to do that. Of these 12 spies who went to Canaan, only two, Caleb and Joshua, were men of faith and vision. They said, let us go up and take the and possess the land, for we are well able to do it. But the majority, the 10, they came back with a negative or a fearful report. Fear is total opposite of faith. Fear will cause you not to walk in the blessings that God wants you to walk in. We see this example. This is what happened with uh, the children of Israel here. Because the Bible calls this report an evil report. It was a report of doubt and fear. What is a good report then? It's a report of faith. Because when you give a good report, when you say what God says, that's a report of faith. Irregardless of the giants. Giants were there. The children of Anak. They were huge. They looked bad. And they were fighters. But God said, go in and possess the land. But those 10 fearful spies were in the majority. And Israel accepted the majority report. When they did, they were saying they couldn't take the land. That's the report that they took and they got exactly what they said. Only two, Caleb and Joshua, ended up of that generation went in those spies and the rest of the generation of the israelites they didn't make it into the promised land god's got a promised land for you and you can make it in 
but don't take the report of fear. Don't go by how it looks in the natural. Go by what God tells you in his word. They believed that they couldn't take it, and they didn't. When you start saying negative stuff and you believe it, that's what you're going to get. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, and they died there. What they said came to pass. And you know what? What you say, say will come to pass, whether it's positive or negative. You always get in your life what you believe for and what you say. Let me say that again. You always get in your life what you believe for and what you say. What's your report? If you don't believe what you're saying, you shouldn't say it. What did I do then? Be quiet. <laughs> don't say anything. <laughs> it's better not to say anything than to say the wrong thing. And the wrong thing is anything that contradicts what God said about you. What God said you could have. What God said you could do. They kept saying something long enough. And those words eventually registered in the spirit. And that's what happens in the negative side here, but that's also what happens in the positive side. What do you mean? Let's look at a report of faith. And Caleb already gave us a little bit uh, of this uh, when he said, let's go in and possess it. But notice in Numbers 14, one chapter over, starting at verse six, and we just got a few, few verses here. Numbers 14, verse six says this, and Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, one or two of the twelve, rent their clothes. They tore their clothes when they heard that negative report. And they spoke into all the company of the children of Israel, saying, the land which we passed through to search it is, a, is an exceedingly good land. It was a good land. Even the negative report said it was a good land. But notice what else Caleb and Joshua said. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land. If the Lord said we could take it, we can take it. If the Lord is with us, we're the majority. And no matter how big those giants of Anak are, God's bigger. And no matter how big your circumstance or situation is, God's bigger. And if God said you could take it, you can take it. Again, verse 8 said, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which floweth with milk and honey. Notice verse 9. Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Fear them not. Caleb and Joshua said, these folks are, are, are just food for us. If God's with us, we got it. They were full confidence in their faith talk, in their report, because they knew God was with them. You can be fully confident in what God has told you to do when you know what he says. And then you need to say that. Well, Pastor, sometimes I feel... My feelings, I feel like I can't do some things. Don't base what you 
do on how you feel. Your feelings will change. One day you get up, you feel one way. The next day you get up, you feel another way. But if God said, go do this, then go do this. Because that means he's going to be with you. What are you saying? What kind of report are you giving? Is your report lining up with what God said? Notice the good report of Joshua and Caleb. Their trust was in the Lord. Where's your trust? And their hearts were filled with the faith that God was able to bring them into the land he had promised to their forefathers. Hmm. Caleb and Joshua said they were able to overcome the giants, and they did. Even after that 40 years, and they were about, Joshua had became the leader, and they were about ready to go into the land. Joshua asked Caleb, he asked him the question, are you able to go into the land because there's giants there? Jaleb, Caleb said, I'm just as good a man as I was 45 years ago. He was 85 at the time. I can go in and I'll defeat those giants and I'll possess it. And he did at 85 because his report was what God said. What's your report? Are you giving a report of faith or are you giving a report of fear? God said it, that should settle it. And when God said it, you believe it, it is settled when you do it. Amen. What kind of report are you giving? My prayer is as a report of faith is the report of God. Don't give an evil report. Give a faith-filled report. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you right now for your word. We thank you for the truths that would transform hearts and change lives. Father, there's a lot of things going on in the world and in, in a lot of people's lives, but you're well able to, uh, to, to overcome every situation and circumstance, every mountain, and we can speak to it and you said it'll move. Right now, the first step is making you our Savior, making you our Lord. Right now, if there's anyone that you haven't done that, repeat this after me. Father, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. You paid the price so that I could have life. I make you my Savior and I make you my Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for saving me. I am saved. Amen.